Good morning. You listen to FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Barr. This morning, my guest is Neil Poland, the chairman of Mulliken Flooring. Neil, how you doing? Really good, Kemp. Always good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Here we are one week before Christmas. It's a good time to catch up. I want to talk about where the hardwood flooring business is today and where it's headed. Before we get to that, though, a little background. Mulliken Flooring is a 38-year-old company. You're number three in as far as revenue in hardwood flooring sales. The company has four manufacturing facilities in the United States. And you were wood only until 2019, and then you added SPC. Earlier this year, the company launched a three-quarter solid Nordic Naturals, and you still really push the engineered hardwood, Castilian. A little bit on you, Neil. You've been at the company since 99, 24 years. We did a focus on leadership on you in February of 2018, if anybody wants to go back and look at it. And you have sawdust in your vein. When you finished at the University of Florida, you went to Armstrong, and actually, you were on the resilient side at first. Then you went over to Bruce on the hardwood side. You've been in hardwood ever since then. You worked with Harris Tarkett for a few years, and then they've been running Mulliken since 99. Mulliken's a privately held company. A couple news items just released today is that uh, you step in the chairman role first of the year, and Pat Oakley comes in behind you as president, effective first of the year 24. Also, you're a major shareholder of yours, Don Meyer, just passed away in November. Those are two milestone news items for the company. Yeah, I mean, Don was a great guy, visionary in the lumber business. One of the most successful independent lumber owners, investors, leaders that has ever been in that segment. He acquired Mulliken Flooring in 1994 from B.A. Mulliken Sr., and he separated the sawmills into Bailey Lumber and let Mulliken run independently since I joined the company in 99. Pat Oakley will become president January 1st. Pat's been with the company about 23 years. He leads with uh, tremendous energy and enthusiasm, and I'm sure he will move the company's momentum forward into the future. I'm excited about the transition. Let's talk about Santo Tercivia's most recent market monitor, some stats in there. It has hardwood flooring in 23, you know, after two really good years, down 16%, and the total flooring business is down 11%, which would indicate just a little bit of share shift away from hardwood. Tell us where hardwood business is today. Well, I think what happened, Kemp, you have to go back to 2020. We've been on quite a roller coaster. The pandemic generated such a tremendous short-term surge in demand for wood that it took the production, given the labor shortage, machine part shortage, and weak supply. And it created a void between sales and production that took us a couple of years to catch up in from 20 till about mid-22. And Hardwood was a huge beneficiary from the supply chain problems in Asia. Builders, remodeling contractors, and consumers were, at that time, those two years, replacing LVT with wood because it was domestically manufactured and it was available. Even though we might be out, have been out six or eight weeks, it was better than the imports. I mean, this caused 
prices to escalate quickly. In, in some cases, really put wood 50 to, you know, on the unfinished side, even 100% higher than it was pre-pandemic and made wood less affordable in the short term. But now all of that has adjusted to where prices are more similar to where they were before the pandemic. You know, now we're dealing with weakness. So yeah, I would agree with, you know, Santos numbers for 23. It's been quite a challenge. One of the most challenging years that we faced with weak demand. The hope is that as it all settles out the next year or so, people will remember that prices for wood really aren't that much higher than other floor coverings. And I think that's what was probably the biggest factor in damaging the industry last year and a half. I think one of the big questions is, will consumers replace LVT with another LVT floor? Or will they shift back to wood? You know, 90% or more of the LVT visuals are various patterns of wood flooring. Obviously, that's flattery. Wood has just been such a tremendous product for the home over the years, proven by the National Association of Realtors, upgrades the value of the home more than any other floor covering. Uh, A wood floor can easily last a hundred years, so there's no question about its durability. I think a lot of the excitement of LVT and being waterproof took away some of our growth and momentum from 2018 through the present. One of the things to ask is who are the influencers? We obviously know about the retail sales associates at the at the retail side of it, and that's mostly on the replacement side. And then there's the builder decision makers. So they're two of the main drivers in this. And, and the a key question is, how do we get the real versus plastic message to them? And also what you're talking about as far as the real estate value, the long-term investment. What do you think the solution is there? You know, we need to put ourselves in places of exposure to where we're getting a more clear message to the consumer that wood is very resistant to moisture and performs very well in the majority of installations. And the fact that wood is an authentic product that really has a lot of perceived value from the consumer and we just have to deliver on the installation and the story with the retail salespeople to get them to think of wood as an option. There's just way too much excitement generated with LVT. And although, you know, we offer a line of LVT ourselves, it was probably oversold or overmarketed the last five years. Everything's kind of settling down. And although they've done a good job, that industry in duplicating wood visuals, it's still not the real thing, whether it's you're walking on it or looking at it visually. There's no replacement for a hardwood floor. It still stands out. We've got to do a better job with trade industry campaigns to promote that and put ourselves back in the proper position to have the opportunity to grow again. I think you've pointed out a key pivot point, and that is, uh, you know, the RSAs promoted LVT flooring because it was easy to install. They had it in stock. You know, they get paid when the floor goes in and gets installed. And the consumer's now been living on it. 
And it's just going to be interesting to see what their long-term satisfaction is with the product, especially when you walk on it barefooted. All right, Neil, thanks for spending time with our listeners and talking about what's going on in the hardwood business. Again, been talking to Neil Poland, the chairman of Mullican Flooring, and you've been listening to Kemp Har and FloorDaily.net.